On today's episode, we talk about wanting more for yourself beyond a quick fix. So many people today are just looking for that supplement, the answer to all of their symptoms, all of their problems. And unfortunately, it is not that simple. So today we talk about how to approach your healing journey better and stop looking for the quick fix because you'll never find it. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Friday. Today is my husband's birthday. Oh, he, he get he gets mad because he says that I took his birthday away because we got married this week too. So we were married on the twentieth, and his birthday is the twenty. It's the best birthday present that he can right? have. You get me as your wife <laughs> for life. <laughs> Are you guys doing anything fun to celebrate? Um. So i I am the planner in our relationship. I see sometimes, you know, I see on social media, like the husband's the planner. I feel like you're both planners Mm -hmm, to an extent, um, you and Art, but I am absolutely the planner. And so Nick, he's very simple. He's a very simple person. And so he was like, what do you want? So I made him plan a date night for us. And I planned one too. For your anniversary. Yes, for our anniversary. For his birthday, I got him a golf bag. He wanted me to pick one out. And so my husband is very into researching things. And so whenever we get, you know, a new device or anything like that, he does the research for it. And so he wanted me to do the research on the golf bag. And I was like, I feel like this isn't a good idea. And so because I'm just going to pick one that looks the coolest. That would never go well. And so I, you know, brought in my father and my brother. My father is a very big golfer. Um, Thank God my husband golfs. And so... I helped, I got their help and then I like, you know, used Amazon reviews and all of that. So I got him a golf bag. We gave that to him because we celebrated a bunch of our family birthdays a couple weeks ago. So I gave that to him already. Um, so what we did was I got him his favorite candy. He loves Reasons. Okay. They're like chocolate covered caramels, basically. Again, very simple, right? Um, so Carson picked out a card yesterday. That's an Avengers card. And it's like this huge poster. It unfolds to this huge Avengers poster. He's very into Avengers lately. Um, and so I'm going to have him write on that and then just he'll give prob- it from the kids. He'll get, you yeah. know, candy. Probably, Carson will probably spoil it before he opens I'm sure it. he will. He yeah. already spoiled our anniversary gift. So yeah. that's okay. Gotta love kids. It's fun, though, like bringing them in to, you know, mm-hmm. make things like cards or whatnot, yep. gifts, yep. wrapping presents. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's Marcus ruined a couple of things that he was like talking with Art about. And I was like, okay, I know I have a present coming. It's okay. Um, but he also then wants to open the presents, mm-hmm. right? Like Trish brought over and she got a non-toxic candle, which was mm. a great gift. Um, and then a gift card to the nail place. And Marcus is like wanting to play with the candle because it's my kid. It's probably going to be like, what do they call them? Pyro. Yeah. Pyromaniacs. Yep. Yeah. Um, but so fun. Anyways. So we talked a little bit on Monday uh, about supplements, um, you know, just answering in our Q&A what, uh, you know, could maybe be beneficial for sleep. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about today is 
if you really want to get to the root cause, you have to look much further than just a supplement that might help the symptom, right? Essentially, what you're doing is the same thing in conventional medicine as if you have a symptom, then we're just band-aiding with things and not really asking deeper questions like, why is this happening? Why can't I go to the bathroom? Why am I so fatigued? Uh, what might be driving this? Looking for trends and correlations. And so that's what we want to talk about today. And we are going to get a little, you know, fired up. Um, you know, we, both of us talk to people on Instagram or social media and a lot of the times there's just an unawareness that it's not a supplement deficiency. Like I had somebody ask me on my Instagram, like, is there a supplement that can help my gut for anxiety? And it's a very long winded answer because the question becomes, how long have you been feeling this anxiety? When do you feel it? What are your symptoms? Because anxiety can also be a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. um, it can be low blood sugar, you know, it can be uh, a, a variety of things. And so I would want to know a lot more in order to ever be able to recommend any type of like supplement. And also we have to understand that the supplement isn't going to be the root cause fix. There's going to be a lot of other things that might pair with that supplement. Yep. Right. Yep. So I actually heard a statistic. Um, Liz and I, you know, we are obviously avid believers in root cause. Um, and there was a statistic that said, it people and again obviously done through research people who have ibs are 52 percent mm -hmm. likely so that 52 percent of the people that have ibs within a certain age group had anxiety had like diagnosed anxiety compared to only 19 percent within the same age group that did not have diagnosed ibs and so again what is the main differentiator there like the gut health the health of what you are consuming, are you absorbing that? Are you getting the nutrients from your food? Do you have a solid you know, gut integrity? We're going to talk Monday on the top 10 things that can drive leaky gut and then the consequences of leaky gut because we, again, look at these things in silos. We look at them in like, I have allergies. I have poor sleep. I ha Versus like, I have all of these things going on. Why is all of this dysfunction happening? And, you know, Unfortunately, we're instead trying to just find supplements that cover up the symptoms, thinking that that is the solution. Like you can't poop, you take Miralax or Colace or Magnesium Calm. Like you can't sleep, you take Unisom or you take melatonin or GABA or ashwagandha or CBD or even worse, like you're on prescription medication because you can't sleep. You can't stay awake. You know, you have no energy. You're chronically fatigued. So you caffeinate, you use stimulants, you, you buy adrenal supports, you know, like those complexes that are multiple different herbs or adaptogens within one supplement. You can't lose weight. So you look to fat burners, you look to probiotics, you cut calories. Like, and heck, we might even be in the place where we're on medications now, you know, like GERD, take a PPI. For how long? Forever. You know, like cholesterol is going up. We're going to probably need to go on a statin. For how long? Forever. Like, and so instead we get to this place where we don't even think about the root cause because you've probably let your health get to such a poor place that you are desperate at this point. Like you are so desperate for a solution that you don't even care honestly about the root cause at that point. You're just looking for like, what can manage my symptoms right now? And then you go on some things, you feel a little bit better and you forget about the root cause again. And you forget like, well, you know, I'm on melatonin, so that helps me sleep a little bit. But we don't think about the fact that, oh, melatonin is largely created in the gut. And maybe I have a gut issue that's causing my low melatonin. So instead of just supplementing chronically for the rest of your life, why don't I work to fix this? Because maybe it might lead to other dysfunction down the line. Like maybe that's something that I should be thinking about, but we don't, we don't think that far. 
Yeah. And I think that it's, you know, I don't want to underestimate the value of just people don't know what they don't know, right? We love doctors, uh, but we also know that doctors don't often have the amount of time to spend with their patients the way that we do with our clients to really dig deep, to ask a lot of questions. How long has this been going on? What has happened in your life? Are there other stressors? Or has been a major event? You know, what are you exposed to every day? Like in your work, are you exposed to a lot of heavy metals, a lot of chemicals, right? What has shifted in your life nutritionally? Are you going through the drive-through five times a day, you know, or 10 times a week, whatever that might look like. And so Sometimes there's just not enough time for doctors to be able to spend with their patients to educate them, to ask more questions, or the knowledge isn't there. I read a stat the other day that was talking about the lack of nutritional education that our doctors get because they are focused on critical care, right? They are focused on, you break your arm, you're coming in, we are going to you know, put some screws into your bone and mush it back together, essentially, mm-hmm. right? And it's not, transparently, it's not their job. Like, You have experts in different areas for a very specific reason. Nutritional experts and practitioners look much differently at a human body and a person than a macro coach, okay? There's different training backgrounds there. Beck and I came from that background, so I can feel like I can speak on this, okay? Your endocrinologist is going to be specialized in a different area than your GI doc, right? The unfortunate piece in conventional medicine is that these doctors don't necessarily come under one umbrella to talk about you as a team, right? And take care of you and really look at how all the branches are impacted by the roots and what's going on at the foundational level. And so I just want to point that out because I think a lot of people listening to this may just say like, I don't know that there's things that I could do to be, you know, preventative. And we're actually interviewing uh, Dr. Meg Mill today. And I love her background because she talks about, I wanted to be more proactive and help people thrive than be reactive to these things. And that's what Beck and I are in, you know, this career field or our passion field, I should say, to do is because we see so many people suffering that lack the knowledge and the education that there's a better path. I do believe, and I've heard several um, functional doctors say this, and I really do believe that functional medicine is going to be the new conventional medicine as people wake up to understanding that that statin isn't going to save my life. There's a lot of other things that I need to do to fix my cholesterol issues and lessen the burden on my body from all of these other things that we weren't exposed to 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Or hundreds of years ago, I should say. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I think like from what Liz is saying, absolutely. We need, we just don't know sometimes, you know, and what we don't know, we don't know, but you need to want more. Like you need to want more for yourself and not be this victim inside of your own body. That's kind of what I want to come across today because I think so many people want the diagnosis, right? Like you want an answer for why you can't lose weight or why you're constantly bloated or why you're chronically fatigued. Like, and that used to be me too. That's why I would get all of the testing. And back then it was simply because I want an answer and to be able to tell people, this is why I've gained 10 pounds in the past month. This is why I, I'm exhausted chronically all day. Oh, that here it is. I have super low cortisol because my body has burned through it completely. It's not producing it anymore. My adrenals are completely burned out. But guess what? That honestly wasn't the root cause. The root cause was my problem with not being able to take a break, not being able to reduce stress from my life, probably an extremely toxic overload on my liver. My gut was probably not in a good place, but I wanted that diagnosis for me for a justification. And now I, again, I didn't think better at that time. Now it's okay. 
that maybe gives me some clues as to what was going on. But like, again, what is dysfunctional? What is the root cause of all of the, or can we get even close? You might never find the absolute root cause to all of your dysfunction, but you need to understand what might be driving most of it. You know, what's the linchpin? Is it the gut? Is it the gut and the liver? Is it the whole, you know, digestive tract? Like where do we need to start supporting? And that's where testing can be really helpful. But at the end of the day, our body is not meant to be sick. Like we are meant to be able to wake up and have energy when you wake up. You are meant to be able to sleep through the night. Your body, your body should not just be this like walking battlefield that bombs are just randomly going off left and right and you have no idea when a new symptom is going to pop up or when you're going to be able to wake up and have energy and what days you aren't. Like your body should be somewhat predictable. You should feel healthy. You should have good energy most days. Like, yeah, there's some one-off days that I don't feel great. But like the thing that makes me so upset is how much we are normalizing feeling like crap. Like, yeah, sure. The memes are funny. Don't get me wrong. Like I love the memes that I've seen that are like, you know, I've got three hours of sleep. I'm running on caffeine, but like, let's do this. I get it. Mom life can absolutely be that some days, but the fact that we normalize that so much to where like, that's your, literally your normal. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not okay. It's the same thing for mom brain, right? We mm-hmm. hear a lot of people talk about mom brain. And I think that there is a component to being pregnant and postpartum, but I don't think this is a lifelong thing. Um, you know, once your hormones rebalance back out, especially if you're nourishing your body with the right foods and you're managing inflammation, inflammation is one of the biggest causes for cognitive issues, mood disorders, as well as brain fog, inability to focus, ADHD, all these types of things. It's part of it. I don't want to say that's the only reason, but it's part of it. And the food that we consume drives inflammation, right? The things that we're exposing ourselves to every day from what you're breathing in, what you're putting on your hair, skin, nails, all of these things, like all of this adds up. And so that's what, you know, I think you're trying to say too, is that you have to want to know more of why is this happening? Where is this stemming from? Again, we want to help you fix that root cause because if you can find that big domino, that linchpin, and you can fix that issue, then you're at less of a risk than this, you know, cascades. Like, as I mentioned on Monday, and I've had so many clients, a a new girl that started with us this week, she was talking to me originally about fertility and she's like, yeah, I've had such bloating and constipation and smelly gas. Like, I, I want to figure out what is going on here because ultimately my goal is to get pregnant and, you know, have a healthy pregnancy. So we started talking and there were many other symptoms that were going on besides just the gas and the you know bloating and constipation. It's like when we look at an individual, I don't want to just isolate to the gut, right? You want to look at everything else. If it's asthma, if it is allergies, if it's that you're you know sensitive to certain smells, or you have one glass of wine. No wonder Becca can only have one glass of wine and she feels like shit the next day. Like her her liver is is taxed, right? And she's not clearing these things. And so again, it's looking at what are those big dominoes and then aligning your nutritional protocols. This is a big point that I want to bring home because we have a lot of clients who've started with us recently who have had testing. They've had protocols given to them. There was no support on the back end to let them know what they should have been eating, how they should have been changing their lifestyle, their exercise, their sleep patterns, all kinds of things um, that needed to go hand in hand with the supplements because supplements are only supplemental to what you're bringing in in terms of your diet. If you have candida overgrowth, you're feeding the beast which is yeast, if you continue to consume sugar and simple carbohydrates that turn to sugar in the body. doesn't matter that you took the candida supplement, you know, the herbs to kill off candida for two months. 
if you didn't change your diet, you were drinking alcohol, you were having a lot of simple carbohydrates and you were having cravings for sugar, you kept feeding that beast. And that beast is no longer uh, eradicated from the body or it's not going to be eradicated from the body if we don't pair these supplements with the right lifestyle protocols. And so that's one big thing is like when you try to, and we're going to do a podcast on this coming up, when you try to DIY your health yourself and you try to do like one-off supplement protocols that you saw on Instagram, or let's say you follow somebody and you saw that, you know, for example, I posted liquid uh, chlorophyll this morning. I'm adding that into my routine. I think it's a pretty safe supplement. A lot of people can use it for a lot of different reasons, but what I wouldn't want to share that for is the intention that somebody out there is like, oh, I saw Liz, you know, posted this and I saw that it was good for digestion and immunity and antioxidants and liver and all this stuff. And so I decided to do that. Like that is only one tiny, tiny mm. piece of my puzzle that I'm also layering in three weeks into my protocols. And so that's also what we want to share for you guys today is like, if you get to that root cause, you need to understand there are multiple steps to the healing journey. It's not just that one supplement that you're going to take that ashwagandha or some other adaptogenic herb that's going to help your anxiety go away. Yeah. That's, and that's the hardest part guys. Like you got to accept that it's a process. I actually said to Liz earlier, I was like, this healing journey is going to be like six to eight months. And then it's a maintenance journey. Then it's like, okay, I've dealt with the big things. The fact that, you know, my microbiome, good bacteria are really low. My liver is burdened. Like that's going to be a phased approach of each of those things and bringing them back up to a baseline level. But then once I'm there, guess what? Going to have to keep up with things to help make sure that my liver is continuing to be a good, in a good place detoxification ability-wise. I'm going to have to make sure that I'm continuing to feed those good bacteria so they stay strong, so that they're able to fight off and fend off the bad bacteria, the parasites, the pathogens. Like There are so many things that, unfortunately, health is not a passive state anymore. You cannot just live your life in today's world and be healthy. It is a very active state. You have to work at it. And I think that's what's it can be frustrating if you look at it that way, but it can also be empowering. Like, okay, I know these things. Now I can implement them and keep my body where it needs to be to be healthy. So I don't end up on 10 medications by the time I'm 35 or 40. Like I don't want to be the general population. I actually saw a really funny cartoon the other day that someone posted that it was like a little girl talking to her dad and then her son. And it was like a night. It looked like the kids were from like the 19th. 40s or 1950s how they were dressed and the little boy the little girl was like daddy why aren't you on 10 to 15 medications like all of your friends are and the dad goes it's because i eat red meat lift heavy weights and get enough sleep every night and the little boy goes fucking savage <laughs> i was like this is so great um but at the end of the day like liz was saying you have to support outside yeah. of just the supplements like i i was listening to something today and they were talking about you know for example women in peri and postmenopause can highly benefit from hormone replacement therapy like bioidentical estrogen can be really helpful progesterone testosterone these all these things can all be really beneficial and people want to go to that because it seems like that's going to be my solution mm -hmm. but if you're still drinking glasses of wine every night you're overweight you don't you're not active enough you have poor detoxification pathways because your liver is overburdened like guess what that hrt ain't gonna be super helpful for you and so you need to understand that you have to change things outside of just those supplements i get it supplements seem like that's my answer that can be my fix you have to change the rest of your life to be able to have those supplements supplemental things be effective for you. Mm -hmm. And that's where the work comes in. And unfortunately, you got to do the work. There is nowhere, nowhere, nowhere anywhere in life that you can get by not doing the work. This is no exception. And so like want to know why your body 
is not functioning. Want to know that reason, want an answer, do not just want a supplement. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand too, you need to brace yourself for the journey, right? Testing is one piece of the puzzle as we've talked about on other podcasts. It's the follow-up, it's the protocols, it's the follow-through of the protocols, and it's pairing those protocols with the right strategy for that particular client, which is very bio-individual. One client may have, you know, a lot of food sensitivities or reactions to foods. Her supplements are going to be totally different than maybe some of the supplements we like because, for example, beets popped up and beets are fantastic. They're an antioxidant. But for that individual, it doesn't work for her. And so what you guys also have to understand is like, it's not just a supplement. Like when we look at, you know, some of the things that Becca shared or that I have shared, even for example, castor oil packs, right? Some of our clients don't do great with castor oil packs before we get them on a binder and we work on some other things uh, before we start attacking the liver and detoxification. And so there's just a lot of things that we have to take into consideration. And so this is why working with a practitioner is number one, the, one of the most influential or the, the best investments that you can ever make, because it's going to make this healing journey a lot easier. You're going to gain knowledge and education around nutrition and why I'm changing these things. Why am I avoiding these things? Why am I on this particular supplement? So during a period of time when you're healing, you have more supplements than you do in a maintenance phase. Absolutely. Because some people are like, this is a lot of supplements, right? Um, like I shared on my Instagram, uh, a couple of bottles of the things that I'm taking. I'm not giving you guys uh, what I'm taking because it's really irrelevant to you. It has nothing to do with your body rather than, you know, it has to do with what I'm working on, but understand this is also a temporary time. And then the maintenance piece of it is also what you learn throughout. So for a couple of our clients, I'm just thinking, you know, as we get them through some of these protocols on the other side of it, they're already set up for a good place of maintenance because they've now started to incorporate certain specific foods to not only help rebuild the good bacteria, but also that's going to be part of something that they will continue on from a food standpoint for maintenance. Sometimes there's supplements that we use for maintenance. Sometimes that person can go off and just use food as long as they do it, you know, well, like Becca was saying, you have to really be active uh, with today's society and all the things that we're exposed to, because it's hard to get the amount of antioxidants, the amount of different uh, vitamins and minerals just through food alone. But for somebody who is really willing to do the work and totally change their intake, yeah, on the other side of their healing journey, then they can continue on just with food. But often what we're seeing with a lot of dysfunction is that there's a supplemental protocol that comes along to support the body because the body is in a place that it cannot support itself right now. Okay. And then you have to make sure that this is done long-term. Your body will respond. Your body has the tools and the capabilities to heal itself if it's been given the right nutrients and the right support. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.